Hi guys, welcome back to Vox Tablet. I'm Julie Subrin. Today, we're looking longingly at the warm temperatures and pastrami in Miami. It's that time of year, winter is dragging, and many folks here in the Northeast have flown the coop for the warmer climate of South Florida. Those snowbirds are making a well-worn pilgrimage, but one that's not quite the same as in previous generations. For one thing, deli culture is no longer what it was. In the years after World War II, Jews from cities like Baltimore, Philadelphia, and especially New York flocked to Miami Beach for the winter. And in Miami Beach, they wanted delis, just like the ones they ate in back home. In fact, the post-war years were a golden age for the Jewish deli in Miami Beach. Times change, though, and the popularity of delis has faded around the country. In South Florida, there are other changes, too. The population and its culinary needs has shifted. On today's podcast, Trina Sargalski tells us about the Miami delicatessens of yore and about how one business owner down there is reinventing the genre. In the mid-20th century, there were lots of great delis in Miami. Offering the classic dishes. The pastrami, the corned beef. Lox, the herrings, chopped liver. Rascal House on Collins Avenue in Sunny Isles Beach was one of the country's most iconic delis. Of the waitresses coming out with the big overstuffed plates, we have overstuffed sandwiches and the matzo ball soup, the tomato soup. That's Aaron Davidson. He grew up visiting Rascal House with his family. In 2008, when he was still in high school, he made a documentary about the deli. He interviewed regulars and servers about their memories, including the maitre d'. Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis. Uh, after they played at the Hilton, they would come here. Back in the 50s and 60s, Miami delis were not only places associated with celebrities. They were also gathering places for northerners, who wanted to maintain or even bolster their sense of Jewish identity. It was a way for Jews to stay connected to each other and their tradition at a time when many Jews were falling away from strict religious observance. Ted Merwin is a professor of religion and Judaic studies at Dickinson College and a Delhi scholar. He says delis also signified that American Jews had arrived. Well, the kind of food that was served in the Jewish deli was, you know, the kind of food that Jews couldn't afford in the past, either in Eastern Europe or very much even when they were impoverished immigrants in New York. Delis telegraphed abundance with their heaping plates and sandwiches bursting with meat. And what could be more American than that? But then things changed. In the 70s and 80s, aspects of Jewish cuisine, and with them, Jewish delis, became passé. Ted Merwin says this was partly due to the fact that, as Jews became more assimilated into American culture, the deli became less necessary as a gathering place. There were other reasons, too. The deli represented a kind of immigrant cuisine, a kind of low-class plebeian cuisine, that as Jews became more successful in America, it started to seem you know, less attractive to them. And then there was the not insignificant health factor. And particularly for older Jews who had retired to the Miami area and who were very conscious about their cardiac health, deli food really wasn't what their doctors were recommending for them to eat. Miami Beach also changed. 
Between 1994 and 2004, Miami Beach's Jewish population declined by almost 50 percent. The heart of the South Florida Jewish population has since shifted to quieter suburbs in Broward and Palm Beach counties north of Miami. There are still delis hanging on in Miami-Dade, lots of them really, including Roasters and Toasters, Sage Bagel, or Moe's. Moe's is in a strip mall off of a particularly busy section of U.S. One in Aventura. The sprawling deli is a sea of beige and tan decor. Egg salad and pastrami beckon from deli cases at the front. It's still pretty empty at six or so when Mimi, the hostess, welcomes regulars to the early bird dinner. It gets livelier as the night goes on. Mose tells me they bake all of the cookies, bagels, and rugula they sell. But a lot of these strip mall delis are different now. Many no longer make their own bagels or cure their own meats. But it's too early to declare a sunset on the Miami deli. Around the country, there's a new generation of energetic young deli owners coming into their own. They're opening newfangled kinds of delis, ones that don't aim to serve primarily Jewish customers, but which tap into that desire to revive the lost arts of Jewish cuisine. There's Wise Sons in San Francisco, DGS Delicatessen in D.C., Mile End in Brooklyn, and here in Surfside on Miami Beach, Josh's Deli. The Josh here is Josh Marcus. He's been in Miami 13 years, and he opened Josh's Deli about two years ago. Some of the new wave artisan delis, like Josh's, may not sit well with Jewish culinary purists.、Um, this is salmon that's cure- finished curing. 39-year-old Marcus shows me the walk-in cooler at his deli. So that's just octopus that I'm brining overnight. I try to utilize the old-world methods. As if the Jews who moved to New York, if they had moved to Miami in the turn of the century, what would they have done with the products that they found here? I make kippered grouper, which is a local fish, but with an old-world classic Jewish technique. I also do my own sable, which is a black cod.、Uh, I also do wreckfish, which is another local-style fish. You can get a pastrami sandwich made of pastrami cured by Josh himself, but you can also get smoked octopus hash. I try to keep things that people really like, like the lobster croquetta, but I'll change different things. I'll do duck cassoulet with an egg, or I'll do duck hash. Marcus knows he's not running a classic Jewish deli. He has a statue of a pig on the counter. Definitely not kosher. He grew up eating traditional pastrami sandwiches and bagels with his family in New Rochelle, New York, but he doesn't want to get locked into what he refers to as kitsch. He calls the place a fake deli. You don't have to go full on Jewish in order to tap into that history, and plus, it's really great soul food. So why not? Can hipster establishments like Josh's save the disappearing deli? Ted Merwin, the deli scholar, is not convinced. I don't think that anything can really play the same role as the deli once did, whether it's a kind of restaurant or even a kind of cultural gathering space or a cultural organization. I mean, Jews are able to participate in American society on their own terms in pretty much every way that they want to. There's much less of a need for a kind of self-segregated social space. And Merwin adds that these new kinds of delis are going to have to reach out to a wider clientele to survive. 
Marcus isn't relying on a strictly Jewish customer base, though. His deli is set up like an old-school diner, where he cooks right in front of a counter where customers sit. Marcus's lively banter, his terrific food, and the ever-changing menu inspire curiosity at first, and then loyalty. My name's Jacqueline Ibarra, and I've been coming here for about two years. We come here from Hollywood, so it's, it's about, you know, almost an hour drive, but it's, it's worth it, you know? Not all deli hardliners will be won over by his adulteration of the classics. But in pushing the deli into this century, Josh Marcus is doing his part to keep Miami deli culture alive. Feeling a little hungrier in Miami? This is Trina Sargalski for Vox Tablet. Trina Sargalski is an independent producer and food writer who's just relocated to Chicago. What about you, listeners? What's the best deli you've ever been to? Or are you among those who think it's time the deli breathed its last breath? Tell us what you think. Post a comment on today's podcast, which you'll find on our website, tabletmag.com. You've been listening to Vox Tablet. I'm Julie Subrin. Come back next week when our host, Sarah Ivry, will be talking to a historian who's dug up all sorts of fascinating details about the Bayless trial in Russia. Don't miss it.